Coming to you live from Istanbul, not Constantinople, is the Dockiverse Podcast. Episode 145, Make Big Money, Printing Big Money. I'm your announcer, Scott Skazam Jameson. On this episode, our theme is Monsters, and we've got a three-box problem and a random place. And now, before he finds out that the date he set up in Constantinople is weighing in Istanbul, here's Doc. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Doc Cross, and I hope you've all had a good week. Uh, We have had a very hot week, as we will have in the coming week, and who knows how long this summer it's going to be 100 degrees or more. It is actually cooled down to about Well, I think we're going to have a high of 97 today, so that's nice. Um, Half of my plants in the garden are thriving. The other half are being cooked. I try to water them as much as I can. I try to move them in the shade. So I've been playing a sort of game of moving things to shade and moving them back in the sun and then moving things around and trying to put up some artificial shade. It's sort of a pain in the ass, and I probably should have taken care of the shade situation months ago, but I didn't. I would like to thank Scott Jameson for doing yet another round of guest announcer duty. Before I go any further, I would like to take this time, as I always do at the beginning of every program, to thank my not-at-all monstrous patrons over on Patreon. So, thank you, Avis. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, David. Thank you, James. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Mark. And thank you, Peter. You all are great. And if you want to be monsters, that's okay with me. I wanted to say right up front here, folks, that they're going to be, again, as I do every so often, some changes coming to the podcast. I was thinking about it a lot last night. And one of the changes I'm going to make is that when the roadcast for the long and winding road is done... I'll take a couple of weeks off and then I will start doing new roadcasts that are all contained in one episode. So it might be an Old West trail from, I don't know, Dodge City to Montana or something. And I'll do four, five, seven stops maybe along the way. And then next time I'll do another one, maybe in a fantasy setting, maybe in a pulp setting, whatever the case. I like doing the roadcast, but doing two separate podcasts is kind of a pain in the ass. I can't promise I won't go back to doing two podcasts, but we're going to combine it into the regular podcast. I suspect uh, maybe once every two weeks, maybe only once a month. I don't know right now. Other changes are coming. I'm going to stop doing uh, probably uh, random items and things for a while. I am going to change over after the next horror movie review, which I think is next week, or no, it's the week after. Then I'm going to be doing fantasy movie reviews. And these will not be necessarily sword-swinging wizards and, and swordsmen fantasies, although many of them are. It's going to include any movie that has a very heavy fantasy element. And I will tell you that the first movie I'm going to do is the live-action version 
of Alice in Wonderland from the 1930s. Now, I talked about this movie before. I may have even reviewed it in some place, but uh, I'm going to talk about it again as a fantasy movie. I don't know what other changes I'm going to make. I suspect they won't be huge. Uh, there'll be a little more commentary coming back. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep the, the parts I like. I can tell you that uh, it's almost August, so I will be doing an episode where I do the entire um, RPG a day thing that they do every year. I'll, I do that all in one episode, so I'll do that. Um, not sure what else is going to happen, but we'll see. Since this week's theme is Monsters... I'm going to do a sort of mini-commentary right now about some of the memorable monsters from movies that have had an effect on me one way or the other. I'll start off with my favorite monster from my favorite movie, which is the original King Kong. I've seen that movie probably more than any other movie. Actually, I know I've seen it more than any other movie. I love it. I love Kong. I love the animation. Uh, it's just a great movie all around. I remember as a kid crying when Kong got killed, shot down off the Empire State Building. Another favorite, of course, is Godzilla. I did not see the original Gojira until I was well into adulthood. And then I actually saw it, I believe, at an art house that would occasionally run things like to do a Ray Harryhausen festival or whatever. And in this case, they did both King Kong and Godzilla, but they ran the original version of Gojira, not the one with Raymond Burr that we all saw on TV when we were kids. So that was eye-opener because, like everybody who reviews it says, without the Americanized parts and without the American dubbing and stuff like that, it's much scarier movie. It's much more of what it's supposed to be, a commentary on you know, the atomic bomb. Another monster who had an impact on me was Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman. Watching that transformation scared the crap out of me. The Alien from Alien was an eye-opener and caused me to jump in my seat more than once. Um, other monsters, I kind of... All the Ray Harryhausen stuff is good. And I always had a soft spot for Frankenstein. And I can tell you that of the, you know, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees type of, you know, mad serial killer monsters, I don't really care for any of them. I mean, they're okay. I like some of the movies, generally the first one or two movies of each series. Uh, first Halloween is great. The first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was great. But after that, it just kind of went downhill. Um, I just, I get tired of seeing slasher movies. I also don't watch much modern horror because, first of all, they don't have many monsters. Although, of course, the MonsterVerse series with Godzilla and Kong and all that that they've been putting out the past few years, that's great. I can't wait to see the next one. But, uh, yeah, favorite monsters, I've got a bunch of them. And if you have favorite monsters, you can put something in the comments on the Patreon or over on Anchor if you're listening there. And now, folks, it is time to get on with the program. All right, 
we have a three box problem and this one is interesting i had to figure out a way to tie it into monsters but i figured out a way pretty quickly the three cards i drew were drunken vulcans transporting vegetables possible end of the world so how do you get a monster in there and actually how do you get vulcans drunk well, it turns out I decided to use the vegetables they're transporting. So this is the premise. A group of Vulcans, which is however big your particular player character group is, are tasked with transporting some vegetables that have been gathered from all sorts of planets and taking them to a place on Earth, a science academy or something on earth and they're riding on some sort of maglev train or something across i don't know united states russia wherever and they've got these vegetables and one of them one of the vegetables releases a spore now the spore has two effects the first effect is it causes every appearance of drunkenness in these Vulcans. Now, they haven't drank any alcohol, and they they haven't used any drugs or anything, but they're all loopy as hell. If there are any human characters, they're unaffected for now. But the other thing that the vegetable spores do is affect the vegetables and the humans. So these humans, after a little bit, you know, of, you know, saying, oh, well, these poor, you know, what are we going to do with these drunken Vulcans and laugh at them and whatnot? The humans start to gag and choke and they die. So you may want them to be non-player characters. But as soon as they hit the floor, these tendrils come out of them and attach to the vegetables. And they form into some sort of monster or a couple of monsters. If you got, if you want to do one for each human, you can do that. And they're these plant-based creatures. You can make them look like whatever you want. And then the Vulcans are not so drunk that they just laugh at it, but they're drunk so that their judgment's impaired and their skills are impaired, but they know they've got to stop these things because if they get off this train and start absorbing vegetable matter, and this train is going through, you know, the American Midwest... Siberia, wherever there's a lot of trees and stuff, this is going to get out of hand real quickly and could cause the end of the world. If for no other reason, then Starfleet's going to have to phaser his shit out of the planet just to kill off these plants and whatnot. So the Vulcans, drunk as they are, and you can have them sober up as time goes by, they have to figure out how to deal with this end of the world vegetable situation. So there you go. That's a three-box problem. I kind of really would like to run this, and I may do it at a game con sometime. But for now, if any of you run it, as always, I really would like to know how things go. All right, folks, we are back with the random place for this week. And because it's theme of monsters, we're going to do a creepy laboratory. So you've got this lab, typical, well, it could be a typical Frankenstein-type lab, or it could be a more modern lab. Whatever it is, it's creepy. 
If it's a modern lab, it's probably not, you know, at a university or something. It's probably some whack job has got his lab out in a country or up in the mountains or in a cave or in a building in a city. And he's doing weird shit with living creatures. So, or actually he could be doing weird shit with dead creatures. Let's face it, that's what Frankenstein did. So, you have this lab. It can be, and probably should be, large. Uh, multiple rooms. Got to have one room with cells in it that are holding these monsters so they don't get loose. What the monsters look like, that's up to you. They could be creatures of legend that this nut job and his assistants are making. They could be some sort of variations on humans, some sort of mutants. Maybe a part slime human, maybe a part uh, uh, vegetable human, like the previous segment was talking about. Maybe something really weird. Maybe they're part robot or whatnot. Uh, whatever the case, our heroes find out about this laboratory and they have to go shut it down because this crazy son of a bitch is turning these monsters loose to raise hell for whatever reason he wants, you know, get him money for research, kill his enemies, you know, just like watching people die. Who knows? And they have to go into this laboratory, which has got all sorts of creepy shit going on, all sorts of weird experiments you probably don't want to interrupt, and, you know, electricity flashing back and forth, and lasers, and who knows what. Just a lot of danger, and it's a good-sized lab, and the mad scientist and his assistant, or multiple assistants, will be trying to stop them with, you know, bottles of acid, or turning loose more monsters, or robot security, Something like that. The cool thing about creepy laboratories is you can put them in any genre. Old West? Sure, it's that old Doc, what's his name? He's doing stuff, strange stuff out of out at the old McKinsey Ranch. Or Pulp? <laughs> Big staple of Pulp. Mad, crazy doctors. Horror? Ditto. Uh, modern horror? Same thing. Except he might be financed by one or more governments. Or crazy billionaires, like, you know, Musk. Uh, fantasy. It's a wizard. He's doing weird shit. Or maybe maybe it's not a wizard. Maybe it's a guy making potions and trying them out. I, I think I'll try this potion out on a rabbit. And then, you know, like the rabbit's eight feet tall and carnivorous. Uh, or he tries it out on a puppy dog, and now the puppy dog is, is covered with some sort of goo that will eat your flesh if it touches you. Uh... So any sort of setting you want. I mean, you can stick it in a historical setting. You know, the ancient Greeks doing all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, advancing science, boom, you put it there. Um, the Arabs doing the same sort of stuff, doing all sorts of scientific stuff. One of them goes off his rocker. Next thing you know, you've got a 40-foot uh, camel running around, breathing fire. So creepy laboratory. Stick it in your game somewhere, use it, have fun with it. Okay, folks, we are at the end of the program, and I want to thank you for listening today. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached on Facebook, where I'm Doc Cross, on WordPress at the Dockerverse blog, on the Mastodon Dice Camp server as Doc Cross, via email at agentroscoe at gmail.com, if you are listening via Anchor, you can leave a voicemail. And of course, if you're a patron, 
you can leave a message on my Patreon page and I will find out about it very quickly because you'll email me. If you'd like to support me via Patreon and hear these podcasts two months or maybe more before they go up on Anchor, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash doccross. If you just want to make a one-time donation or donate every once in a while, use my coffee page. That's ko-fi. And you'll find me there as doccross4591. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, get in touch with me by any of the methods I just mentioned, and we will work out a deal. Our music was an untitled instrumental by Big Sandy and his Flyright Boys off of the Free Music Archives. This podcast and everything on it except the music is copyright 2023 by Doc Cross. I'll see you all next week. Live long and prosper.